Welcome to Quadrax. How are you doing? We're doing great, sir, and yourself. Oh, brilliant, yeah. So what do you make of it, sir? <laughs> it's, it's the same old, isn't it? <laughs> sure is. I mean, here we are. You know, we're uh, hours early for the uh, for the hearing. Um, yeah. You know, we've had we've had some great uh, we have some great guests on, and we're happy to have you. Uh, like I said, you're the third third from across the pond. Uh, what what is what is uh, the news of the day in Scotland? Um, oh, the news of the day was Alan Boston's podcast with you guys. The interview. <laughs> <laughs> really, it, it made the newspapers, did it? Yeah, yeah. There's not much going on here just now. Just Amy Winehouse died, and um, what else? Uh, Rupert Murdoch's hacking everyone's phones. That's about it. <laughs> that's that's it, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's some crazy shit that's going on with that hacking. Yeah, yeah. I wish they'd hacked Leather's phone and stuff eh, to to really see right. what's going on. <laughs> that's that's what they should be doing. But yeah. I, I mean, not to not to get too much off topic, but I I hear that that guy, the guy that was like you know somewhat involved with this, he ended up dead. Yeah, one of the early whistleblowers or someone that sort of brought it all to light was found dead. And actually, I'm I've not heard much of the sort of post mortem what it was, but it said uh, no suspicious circumstances. Uh, Natural causes, I'm sure. Yeah, that's yeah. what I've heard. Yeah, natural yeah. causes. Yeah, to a guy that blew the whistle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's quite. You guys at Quad Jacks better watch your back with a full tilt, uh, Men in Black. You know, there's no white vans outside the studio or anything just now. No, there's there's not, and we changed we changed the broadcast location uh, on a 24 hour basis, so we're in oh, a that's... new secret location right now. Is that because um, you're not paying the rent or something? You just <laughs> yeah. It, it, well, that's just it. We we get we get one day leases. Yeah, <laughs> and we continually move locations. So yeah, it's it's definitely a lot of fun living the life of uh, us. We don't. Well, Marco, Marco, yeah, Marco. you have to restart that Skype. Okay. Right. Please, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't lying when I asked you to do that. Okay. Um, what were you gonna say, Thomas? No, I was just gonna say we don't rent U-Hauls here at Quadjax. We actually bought one. Yes. <laughs> for our uh, moving purposes. Yes. But we digress. The studio is in a U-Haul. Do you guys have U-Haul over there? Uh, no, we have we have like similar. It's not called U-Haul, but there's you know there's vans and stuff like that. Yeah. Fair enough. So we're we're like I said, we're hours away from this. Um, what what do you what is your speculation on what what is going to going to happen and and come of this uh, this meeting or this hearing rather that we're we're about to embark on? Um. Well, you know, it's it's one of these things. That I hate to sort of feel like, you know, a pessimist and stuff, but it's another day, it's another week gone by, and, you know, there's no news from Full Tilt still. Um, to be honest, Zach, I've kind of sort of uh, given up, you know, even listening, you know? Sure. I mean, like, and, and you read things, and you sort of just get – I mean, I don't have any money on this site. You know, you know from the early days when I came on the show on Black Friday – and right. um, I, I was talking about I advise UK players to take their money off the site, and yep, people right. laughed. People laughed at me in the casino because they said, "Oh no, it's US players. It's legal in the UK, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Right, and I said, right. "Well, I says, wait a minute. If this is full tilt as a company, their assets. So if they're being seized and investigated, it's all connected. It's, it's one big web. You know, the company. And people that are, oh, you know, UK will be fine, etc." I says, "Well, if Enron, you know, if they went down." Would people, if you had an Enron account, you know, or, or a subsidiary in the UK, would you go, oh, it's just US Enron? Do you know what right. I mean? And people right. say that's people say that's an extreme comparison, but it's exactly the same. 
It's it a, it's a it's a multi-billion dollar company with multi-billion dollar, you know, cash flow, whatever, you know, the assets and stuff are up for debate, but it's a huge amount of money we're talking about, whichever measurement you use, and people are saying, oh, it's fine, etc. So I, I took all my money off the site, I'm happy to say, and sure. the only sort of outstanding thing I've got with Fueltail is to do me an iPod for my 100k frequent, flare, uh, frequent player points. <laughs> um, and that's another story, I'll, I'll tell you the ins and outs of that later with our customer service, but you know, Zach, it, it's one of these things, and I think you need to sort of like to understand whatever happens at this meeting. I think, you know, if you go back to the start, um, it's important to sort of like look at the thing as a whole picture and, and then see what sort of conclusion, you know, you can you can draw from it. And what I would say is people are going on about Leather and Ferguson and stuff. And I would say that these guys' reputation, I think one of the earlier guys that was on says, you know, they've got reputations as a straight shooter, etc. I think it was actually Boston. And, it was you know, Boston, for, yeah. For all these ranting and raving and stuff, he's a smart guy and he knows these guys. And lots of people went to Lederer um, for sort of, you know, to be the judge in these prop bets. Or the, if there was any disagreements in high-stakes circles, they would go to guys like Barry Greenstein or Howard Lederer to sort of, you know, judge the outcome and award sure. them whatever favour. So the guy's got integrity. I don't think they ever set out to defraud anyone or, you know, any Bernie Madoff stuff or any, anything like that. But what has happened is it spiraled out of control. And Black Friday, people say, you know, the U.S. poker. Everyone's been aware that U.S. poker is was technically, you know, illegal across the sure. board. But full tilt and poker stars continued to sort of um, kind of ride their luck a little bit and get as much, you know, squeeze that squeeze the U.S. market as much as they could get away with. And it, Black Friday was essentially a sort of like a black swan. No one saw it coming right. until it happens. You know, now that it's happened, people say, oh, that was going to happen. But people, <laughs> still, people still play. Hindsight's a great thing, you know. But it happened. And what's really made the cause is Poker Stars has came out of this relatively well and unscathed because they've dealt with it. And that's the way they've run the company at the sort of, you know, at, at the centre now, what the problem with Full Tilt is, what has happened to it is like a run on a bank, you know, with the banking crisis. The problem yep. is everybody has went for their money effectively at the one time, and they can't do that. And they never saw that coming. Like a bank doesn't see it coming. No bank sure. thinks every customer is going to turn up on a Monday morning saying, we want our money out. If, the, if that happened to any bank, then the bank goes out, you know, out of business. That's why yep. there's daily withdrawal limits, etc. And that's what's happened to Full Tilt. Full Tilt is effectively a bank in that they are managing other people's money and it's not segregated accounts. So they've, there's rumours they've been dabbling in the market with it. And if they have, they've obviously been getting their ass kicked because <laughs> if, if they were making money, they would have a surplus to paying out wouldn't be a problem. You know? Sure. And then what's happened is the licence was suspended. Now that really is, for me, just now, is if it's not the last nail in the coffin, it's the penultimate nail in the coffin for full tilt because the cash flow is is screwed on the company now. What Full Tilt had post Black Friday was still had a thriving European market. Yep. Cra crazy players or guys that don't listen to the news or anything continue to play on the site and continue to play on the site way after Black Friday. Right. And that generated still an immense amount of revenue for any company's standards, especially when your outlay is probably only 20 customer service guys in an office in Ireland or whatever, wherever the right. customer service is. So they're still generating millions of dollars. So Full Tilt was a going concern. Full Tilt is not a going concern anymore by any definition of a business and that they are not operating as a poker room anymore. Full right. Tilt is a defunct piece of software on people's computers 
that you click yeah. on and nothing happens and they owe out God knows what amount. I mean, you know, millions of dollars to US players, millions of dollars to UK players. Um, there obviously is still some money on the books that will be generating interest somewhere, but it doesn't cover the cost. And people are going on about the, the gaming the gaming license is the problem. In this meeting, oh, if we get the gaming license, if we get the gaming license, if you want to break it down to real sort of simplistic terms, there's still no money yeah. to, to pay the players. The Alderney Gaming Commission are going to go, uh, here's your gaming license, plus here's a hundred million for inconveniencing you. Go, <laughs> right. and pay the, you. go and pay the players. There is still no funds, physical funds, to pay people. That money has to come from somewhere. Where do you, you think know? it went? Barry, where do you think it went? I think it's a combination of, you know, of two things. Um, I think it's – people can say – people are quoting excessive spending and stuff like that. I don't care how much things like putting guys into tournaments, putting patches on, you know, putting this television program on, it still doesn't equate to the, to the type of money we're talking about. It seems to me this money has been used in money markets, whether it's uh, foreign currencies, indices, bets, futures trades gone wrong. This bitar, you know, people, I can't remember who said it was, maybe maybe Nick Rainey when he was on, or maybe it's not, uh, it wasn't Nick, but someone was on and they were saying Ray Bitar sat in his office with uh, monitors, like a hedge fund manager, and he yep. was more concerned with stocks, stock prices than full tilt, you know, so maybe yeah. he's just went on a complete ego trip and thinks he's Gordon Gecko and he's playing with the, you know, playing with uh, players' monies and trying to gamble it up, Um it just goes to show, like, even Lederer, you know, Boston says he, he, he didn't resign. He stepped down three years ago or whatever. He didn't right. have much to do with the running of the company. But Greenstein said this himself, like, poker players on the whole make bad businessmen, you know, because um, it's something inherent in the personality. It's uh, even from my personal experience, um, I've wheeled and dealed. I've had a couple of businesses and stuff. And every time I spend too much, it doesn't matter how much I'm making, you know, if right. I make two, three grand, I'll spend five grand. You know, it's <laughs> right. It's it's something about poker players and the value of money, etc. And that's me breaking it down on a very bit. It's just the same, bigger. You know, um, sure. I know that these guys get it, and it's people think what's enough, and it just comes down to greed, and it's never enough. And you know, you think you're happy with a Ferrari. When you get a Ferrari, you want a, a boat. And when you get the boat, you want the the fucking uh, G6 or whatever. You know, it's just. Uh, sure. like that and just excess and um, I think it definitely that type of money to go missing and if it's not segregated like stars, if it was segregated like stars, there isn't a problem they pay the players out, they've got their integrity, they deal with the Department of Justice, they deal with the commission and they come out of it with their own concern it, for me, full tilt well, these these uh, sort of investors that people are talking about it's just I don't see it. I just don't see it. I think it's a stalling plan to try and just buy more time. I just, I think they're playing a game of poker now. I really don't see um, how a, a group of investors could come in or want to come in and deal with this minefield of paying back US players, etc. Um, I just, I just don't get it at all. You know, um, as I say, full tilt currently is not a going concern. They're not operating. Their revenues are zeros. They'll be losing money every day. Um, the situation's just worsening, if, if anything. And um, all it is to me is a, is a skin in an email list of players that are pissed off players. They're not even happy players. <laughs> right. So you, you've got a database of customers that have been fucked around for three months. 
um, and not even an apology letter once, not even an automated response saying we are sorry, you know, we can, we're really sorry for this trouble or even a bullshit statement that everybody knows is rubbish and not interested in. They, they've not right. even tried that, you know. Muffins, um, no, no muffins even. Do, no do I muffins. Sound, do I sound the, okay now? Yeah, yeah, you're better, Marco. Okay. No, it's, um, it's it's crazy. What what is what is your opinion uh, now that that you know things have changed and and the people up there have you know had their money also uh, you know locked up? Have they have they started to you know change their tone on the on their feelings of full tilt? Of course. Listen, poker players are the same. You know, everybody can walk through the street and you see someone. Um, fall if you see someone fall in the street it's funny you know if you sure. fall it's not funny and that's right. what's happened with people they seeing people going oh u.s players or you know at least we can the english guys were chanting at least we can play online and stuff you know at the world series and for for a bit of banter and stuff but now you've got to sort of think well hang on a minute i've got so much you know a thousand locked up in full tilt and Right. There's there's guys, there's high stakes players in the UK. There's you know grinders. There's guys that do this for a living in the UK, like the US, and their bankrolls are just evaporated essentially. You know, and no date on when it could be returned. I mean, this could this could be, as I said, I've said before, it could be another net teller. It could be another, you know, twelve, eighteen months. Who knows? You might you might never get the money back. Um, right. That's all speculation. But from from where I'm sort of looking at it from afar is just full tilt sort of the situation just now. As I say, the license suspension was just crucial because they had they had a bit of hope in that they, they still generated cash flow. They were still raking millions of dollars from Euro players. They still had something like 45,000 players on the site daily yeah. um, in, the, in the UK and Europe across the board and, you know, in other parts of the world. Um, and that gave them hope. It allowed them to pay off bills. You don't know what the situation was, as you know, as people have said, you can't see the book, so they may be servicing some some debt, they may be, you know, other um, outgoings, etc. But the the volume of money, if you just start thinking about it, that um, that is out there, it's. I think people would be. I know was it Will on Tilt started the site, stolen bankrolls. Um, yep. Like it. I mean, it's a great idea and stuff, but it's obviously impossible to get a true gauge of, you know, the the sheer amount of money that is actually locked up on full tilt. And I think it would just astound people when you when you break it down and um, the, the player base from the US, the UK and the rest of the world and then put it on as even an average of, you know, X thousand dollars or whatever, it's it's just phenomenal. I mean, um Alex Fitzgerald, who I interviewed, I mean, I'm sure he wouldn't mind me saying it. he's put it openly on his blog. He has a couple of hundred thousand locked up in full tilt. Um, and he's saying it's just it baffles me how people can have that type of money locked up. You know, Timex, Mike McDonald is a sharp guy, and these poker players they just seem to like. It reminds me of the story that gets told about Chip Reese with um, he steps out of his house, he puts 400k in a case on his car, gets in the car, drives to the casino, forgets about it, gets out and it's still on the roof. You know, the bar <laughs> 400k. And wow. That's these high stakes players. They just seem to have that. People say that you know you, you can't have a an attachment to money. Well, that's taken to the extreme. These guys. I mean, let's leave you know a few hundred k in a site. And I understand it's the tools of their trade. You know, guys like Daniel Cates. He's playing. He's sitting down with a hundred k. You know, on a couple of tables sometimes, and he's having right. to reload, etc. So 
it's hard when you have to have that money to to hand and everybody knows how god i know how difficult it is getting out a few thousand or putting in you know a few k into a site sometimes with the the rigmarole you have to go through but just draw down something some of these people i mean again it's probably hindsight but when that type of money's involved surely these people have to think you know why expose yourself to that risk and especially post black friday people still kept you know, you as I said, UK and Euro players still kept crazy amounts of money. Um, yeah, we just, I don't so. know if you heard the, the Timex interview, but him as well, he said that he, uh, you know, he was able to take off $100,000 uh, after Black Friday, but wishes that he took off, you know, two hundred to 250000 Yeah, he wishes he took it, you know, he took it all. All of it, yeah. I mean, I said before, I just... I remember it was on the show, and I think it was one of the ones I recorded and put on my site. I said, there's just zero upside to having the money in full tilt. I actually right. said full tilt or poker stars just now. And I would say poker stars, you know, just handled themselves from a bad situation remarkably and came out of it so well. And it's just poles of difference, you know, when you look at the way full tilt handle and run their company, and you look at the way poker stars handle and run their company, it's just poles apart. And, um, you just say there's zero upside to having your money. But listen, that's done. And I don't, don't want to say I, I told you so to anybody because I got friends that have got money, you know, locked up in full tilt. And I feel sure. sorry for anybody that does, especially, you know, people that it's their livelihood and stuff. Um, they must be crazy. I mean, I said before, um, I'm surprised there wasn't a major protest. Or I actually joked to Marco on Twitter. I don't know if he said, I'm surprised nobody stormed the live stream as a stage uh, and, and said, you know, where's our money? And, and screw the Department yeah. of Justice. I genuinely was expecting someone to, you know, uh, go crazy. Maybe they're all too depressed and not walk, not leaving their house or something. I, I certainly would be. But um, it's it's crazy. But you know, we've came to this point uh, with Alderney, you know, the Gaming Commission, and um, it's one of these things. Um, like the I think it was the guy you had on previously, um, and Marco as well was discussing, you know, the outcomes and. You know, the license could be revoked. I mean, that's the doomsday scenario for them in in terms of that. Um, If the license is revoked, I really don't see, you know, where they go to. I think they're going to go to the other gaming commission, isn't it, that that handled UB? Yeah, but, I mean, like I said, why do they even need one of those commissions? That's my question. Yeah, yeah. Why not just operate rogue and who cares? I mean, whatever. Well, because (laughs) then no... No banks will want to do business with them. Yeah, that's so not that's what that's when or... some people submit. I think. Yeah, I mean, I mean good, good luck trying to find the bank willing to do business with a with an unlicensed company. It could happen. I don't know, but yeah. the, the consensus seems to be that it's a it, it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. The thing about the the Alderney the, the Gambling Control Commission, you know, on their website, I was having a look at it earlier, and I looked through the sections, and it was like player issues, and it was. Um, I wrote down a little bit. Let me just grab it. Um, yeah, it was the AGCG requires its licensees to adhere to strict prudential ratios in order to assets in order to ensure that assets exceed liabilities and cash exceeds player liabilities. So that's obviously looking to see that the company is solvent. Now, when I'm reading through the site and the player issues and the applicants and the licensees details, it looks to me like they've been flagged, obviously, for probably... It's not even in terms of the fact that they can't, but it's solvency issues. You know, is Full Tilt solvent as a company? 
Because when you look at it, it says not segregated. This means that the operator has not segregated player funds from the company's own funds. Players' funds are therefore at risk in the event of a business failure. That's full tilt, you know? And mm -hmm. it's the player is able to see the relevant status on each casino licensed in Alderney. Now, people will say that, you know, the terms and conditions and who the hell reads the terms and conditions, you know, etc. But um, it's just, it's crazy. It's actually scary when you think of it that this company that everybody thought was safe and people have got crazy amounts of money in it. And if I was, a, you know, the, did you see Paddy Power, you know, the bookmaker, the Irish bookmaker? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They had, they were offering odds on the outcome yeah. of this hearing. You know? <laughs> it's like, it's what is even the line on it, you know? And it's, I hate to be, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much a positive person in life and stuff, but I've got to look at this as a realist and sort of say, I just don't see any positive news coming from Full Tilt regards play, guys getting their money back. And um, that's US players and the situation with UK and Euro players. I mean, the problem is, who do they pay back first? You know, whatever the money is, how do they uh, how do they disperse that amongst players? You know, is it like, well, let's just spread it amongst everyone? Is it, you know, it's just it's just a total minefield that would, if you're going to get any money back, it's going to take a long time. If you're going to get all your money back, it's probably going to be a long time. You know, Tony G was on on the show a few times on your show, Quad Jacks. And he said 45 days, I think he said that 60 days ago or something, you know, and he said a few things and it's just constant and then he's changed and he's changed. The, the reality is nobody knows. Tony G doesn't know. Howard Lederer and stuff, they probably don't even know what's going on. You know, nobody, they, they especially don't know what's going on. Um, the problem especially. Is, you know, especially. They <laughs> probably doesn't want to know anymore. Um, it's just, it's frightening. And it's just one of these things that people people never expect these uh, scenarios to happen. You know, banking crises, and it's just it's just another event of uh, bigger companies than Full Tilt have went bust and left people broke and ruined lives. You know, Enron did it, Worldcom. These were hundreds of billions. You know, Full Tilt small fry to them, and they are a lot more smarter people on the board than Howard Lederer and Chris Ferguson and Ray Batar, and um, you know, they're finished. And again, I hate to be a, a doom monger, but I don't think there'll be this meeting. Again, someone touched on the great plan. I totally agree. They could turn up at these meetings. Um, I've seen meetings like this when I used to follow the, you know, the stocks and shares and company meetings. People wait six months for a meeting to have a meeting about a meeting. That's how this <laughs> happens. They turn up and go, um, so-and-so, so-and-so's present, uh, legal team from Full Tilt, how are you doing? Uh, did you have a class on and a cup of coffee? Yeah, okay. Uh, okay, we'll start the meeting. All right, we'll see you in uh, adjourn three months. Come back and sign that paper. And then it just drags on. You know, I think anybody that's waiting on some sort of um, outcome from tomorrow or instant deposit into their account or anything like that is going to be sadly disappointed. Um, mm -hmm. the, the other option, if you want, if you want to pick it up a bit, <laughs> um, is... It could be, you know, let's say the license was reinstated. I go back to my original point: there is still no money to play to pay players. You know, funny that you should mention that because there is an interesting uh, piece by Wicked Chops that's been going around, and I was just reading it. It's called "Why Any Full Tilt Poker Sale Must Include a Plan to Pay Back U.S. Players." Mm -hmm. 
first of all, they very kindly linked to us uh, for um, for coverage of the hearing. Thank you, Wicked Chops. We do appreciate it. Now, uh, let me get the link. Hold on, just a little, you know, just kind of like scratching each other's backs. There's the link. I invite you all to go check it out. I just put it in chat. And in a, parag- in a paragraph, it says... Um, so as EGR Magazine last week reported from an inside source that a mysterious group of European investors were only looking to acquire the good assets. Uh, this has caused some forum and Twitter speculation that Tilt would get to keep operating their business, even if under a new name, and potentially stiff U.S. players. That's not the way I read it, but... I mean, that's not the way I read the situation. Well, let me go on. Yeah. It says, first, if Full Tilt... Uh, if Full Tilt hoses U.S. players, any reputable gaming authority like the Alderney Gambling Control Commission or any disreputable one like the KGC would not reinstate Tilt's license. It would completely submarine the reputation of the commission. There would be too much pressure from the other companies licensed by the commission against such actions, as it would call into question the legitimacy of their licenses. Problem number two is that the, T, uh, the DOJ will still need to bless whatever deal Tilt does. If Tilt management is stubborn or arrogant enough to believe they can just dump the good assets and stiff U.S. players and the DOJ out of cash, which actually and sadly they might be, then the net of indictments would absolutely widen. Or better put, the professor and Jesus better look good in orange. <laughs> I, w- I would say the first part of that argument is kind of a straw man because <laughs> I don't think anybody was suggesting that they would sell the assets, stiff the American players, and then continue operating in Europe. I, I think the uh, I think the rumor was that they would sell the good assets, you know, and let another company just take the software and player list, and then seize operations altogether and just take the money. You know, hmm. to, to say that they would do that and attempt to continue operating in Europe and and everywhere else is just ridiculous. Nobody, I don't think anybody really believed that. Yeah, um, if you look at it from a sort of a business perspective, if you if you were an investor yourself and you were a part of a team that was going to buy Full Tilt, you know, as, as a business and then run it as a successful company, um, which would be a challenge in itself now. Um, you would then look at it, and why would you exclude the, the U.S. player market, the U.S. market? It's you would want that market. You know, if if you've got full tilt and you were going to rebuild it, anyone buying full tilt has it in their head that they 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 must have confidence that they can turn it into the successful brand that it once was. You know, the second largest poker room in the world, a name that people trusted. Um, the customer service has always sucked. You know that that's not going to change, but. It was still a huge name. I played there. Everybody loved the software, etc. Rush Poker was great. Um, so anyone buying Full Tilt believes that they can turn it into success, certainly in Europe and the UK. But the US market is kind of, a, in the current state, it's irrelevant because you know you can't play there anyway. And you can't take on American deposits. So they think in long term down the line that everybody's assuming and hoping that US poker is going to be legal one day you know certainly not in the next 12 months or whatever but everyone's hoping that it is and it will happen eventually in, in some sort of form so you would want the US market you'd want to have a piece of the US market or at least a foothold in the US market and Phil Tilt has an, you know, a customer base of US players my point is what I said it goes back to earlier these are pissed off players even if Full Tilt paid out everybody tomorrow, who is going to get, continue to give them their business? 
you know, would would you play there ever again? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I wouldn't. But of course not. I, I, well, I know Barry. There, there's a lot of people that probably would just because I don't know. People, uh, uh, not everyone is is too terribly bright, I guess, to try and put it a bit bluntly. But you know, some people are willing yeah. to accept risks. You know, totally for uh, you know, in due to greed. You know, a lot of people uh, took huge risks by playing on UB. Uh, no, it's just the way to say that people continue to play on UB. But if we're if we're speaking in the whole, you know, like that, the the poker population, full tilt have pissed off so many people now, and it's word of mouth, and word of mouth is the thing that breaks a business more. And with Twitter and forums, etc., it's it's all across the board. Full tilt's, you know, a laughing stock, and the companies run this badly, and they they stole players' money, and they've screwed around this person and that person. It's just, I don't know, who would they get in to cleanse that, you know? A promoter like Don King couldn't even come in and change that company's ish, uh, image now. It's just, I don't see how they, they can get back from it. You know, it would take tremendous publicity machine and some sort of brainwashing, I think, <laughs> to, to to get the, the credibility back and the confidence back in the company, regardless of who takes it on now. You know, just as a statement, as a brand, it's going to have that stigma. It's UB now, effectively. You know, what UB did was the super user and stuff was, you know, totally sickening and unethical at every point. And, but Full Tilt, the way they've ran the company now, the way there's no sorrow or remorse uh, towards players, they're, they're just this, they're, they are UB. I, I can't differentiate Full Tilt from Ultimate Bet. I agree. I think it's bigger. Yeah. At least it's UB, way bigger. At least UB paid back some money. Right. <laughs> you know? Might not have it's, been 100% correct, but at least they, you're yeah. right, at least they paid something back. You know? And they admitted fault. Yeah, exactly. I can't you know? believe UB have, been, UB have been ran better than Full Tilt. Uh, even oh, yeah. post Black Friday, UB has paid out American players a lot more than Full yeah. Tilt has. I mean, yeah. I, I think they might still be paying out $250 per week or something small like that. At least I something. Mean, they came out and said more than no comment, and we'll see, or whatever else Howard Lederer said. You know? Well, yeah, just... we're, the only, we're the only ones that have ever spoke to Howard Lederer. Yeah, I, I think he likes Marco. I do, too. <laughs> I think he wanted to take that further with a camera off. Do you think that he likes his beard? <laughs> you know? What do you think it uh, is, though, Barry? Do you think it's the beard or, about Marco, or it's the accent? No, I, th- I, think, I think if the camera wasn't there, he was going to put Marco in the boot of his car. And That's Marco, it, right? Marco would never have been seen again. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he he had an eye for him. He was just trying to have a quiet meal, you know. <laughs> he would have he would have stuffed me in his trunk and delivered me to Todd Brunson at the next available opportunity. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. funny that that picture that Brunson Brunson put up. It, it, it's almost like Howard's is walking around in the leisure suit at all times now. He was wearing yeah. identical stuff, Marco. If you noticed, mm, well, you can run yeah. faster. Different you color, faster. But I think. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. But going back on a point about, um, you know, what everyone's talking about, a company buying out Full Tilt or a group of investors or uh, business angels um, buying out the company. Um, People were talking about, you know, screwing the U.S. customers and not paying them back and stuff. And actually, there's an argument that it is worth it to take on the liabilities um, to create goodwill. And that would be the only way Full Tilt could be, could even have a chance. I don't even think it does if this did happen. But if it did have a chance, it would have to make good with the US players, obviously, and it'd have to make good with all the players currently on the books. 
And this has happened with um, sports betting companies in uh, you know South America, the Dominican Republic, etc. Um, there's been a few there over the years, especially the early um, 2001, 2002. Um, a couple of them went bust down there with uh, huge liabilities, you know, millions of dollars. And what would happen there is another bookmaker would snap up the company, pay out all the bets, you know, the outstanding bets, and then take on the customer list and say, we're, we're managing you now and stuff. And that was quite a regular event um, with the, with these companies, you know, the telephone betting companies, etc. cetera. Um, I don't know if you've read uh, that book, Lay the Favourite, um, Beth Raymer. Uh, nope. book about the, nope. It's a really good book about Las Vegas sports betting guy. Uh, true story. It's getting made into a film um, with Bruce Willis, but I recommend it to anyone. Lay the Favourite, it's called. Um, and it's all about that. Uh, they, they move down to like Dominican Republic, etc. And company goes bust. And another rival bookmaker says, well, they can't pay out the, you know, the, the bets to the customers. So they take on the liability. And then in turn, they take on the customer list. And people are always looking to gamble. You know, people are always looking to play poker. And they just want a safe place to do it. So if someone makes good and says, here's your money back. This has happened. This is what's happened. We are going to take your bet, and we've had the honour to come and clear you, clear our debt to you. We are now looking to do business with you, and that's how it happened in the sports betting, the telephone betting, and those companies went on to thrive. Um, the difference with full tilt, obviously, is it's went on this long. People are sick of it. Um, people have probably given up hope of ever seeing their money back again. I know a lot of guys can write it off, um, but there'll be guys out there that are just still holding on every word or every word that doesn't come out of full tilt's mouth. Of when they're going to see their money again, and um, that—that's the sickening thing, I think. But yeah, um, it's not good every minute that they shut up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just there's there's nothing. Even lies coming out would give some, you know, give something. Silence is just the worst. When someone's owe you money, you know, silence is is the worst. Um, you'd rather them tell you, "I'll see you next week with it." At least you got hope for a week, you know. <laughs> It's Actually, just... that brings up something I wanted to, to to ask earlier. You said you 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 were saying you know you believe uh, you're skeptical about the the stories about a prospective investor or you know getting closer to a deal. You said um, and some, some a lot of people have, have said this. They're just buying more time. I don't understand what would if true. What would they be uh, buying themselves more time for? Like, what are they hoping for? What what do they think more time might do to them? Find an, find a, an, another investor or an actual investor if the the first or second ones turn out to be phonies. What does that mean to buy more time? I mean, I, I might seem like a silly question. I'm just let's yeah. Well, the, these guys, leather and stuff, they're connected guys. They obviously Vitar, etc. They obviously move in circles with guys that have got money, you know. It, Binion's been mentioned, etc., etc. A group of, you know, poker players can raise money. These guys can all raise money. And they're, they're in with hedge funds and, you know, stuff like that. And they, they know people that could come out and do this. So if they come out and say or, you know, release a rumor that someone's looking at the company, then it does buy them more time to go around and find an actual person. Now, maybe there are a group of people looking at the company just now. But my my point is that it's all very secretive, which business deals of this nature obviously are. But there's no one coming out. And then there's it's just all rumor, if you know what I mean. It's all Internet posts and all um, forums and releases. And 
these insiders quoted. You know, everyone comes out with an insider, uh, a non-named insider, just to sort of make a point themselves, rather than saying this is what I think. You know, it's like if anything I've said, you know, and this is just my personal view. I, but if I came out and said, well, actually, I was emailed or I spoke with an insider, and this is what it instantly gives uh, sort of credence to my point. Or it creates a oh this is slightly too you know it's there's more substance to it or something, and I just think you know if there was a group of investors and stuff people would be pretty open it's it's open season on it. and they would look to come through and say you know if, if that was the case I think it would have moved on a little bit you know a little bit quicker what are they waiting on are they waiting on the outcome of this this hearing tomorrow to make a move um I don't know as I said the three outcomes that you mentioned earlier Matt I don't know. Which one is is the best for a player now? I don't know which one. Is, I don't know what anyone's rooting for tomorrow, if you know what I mean. Mm. Like even the, the best scenario I can sort of draw is surely it's gaming license granted. That would be the best outcome. Um, I still don't see how that helps players tomorrow. I don't see anyone getting their money back quickly, or even at Tom. all. Maybe. Thomas. No, I was going to ask. Then what? You know, the license get re- gets reinstated. What's next? That's it. If I may, some submit that li- a license being granted would be evidence of a deal, of a, of a sale. And then, of course, you know, that might lead to uh, to reimbursation. Reimbursement, I should say. Excuse me. Um, just saying. That's, that's, that's what some people are, are saying. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. frankly. I mean, the Wicked Chops fellows seem to... Seem to be making, uh, seem to be saying something like that. Yeah, but um, may, maybe that. I don't know. Let's. I'm sorry, Barry. You know, um, earlier I was having a conversation with with someone uh, on Skype who was listening to the program and said that at one point he had to uh, shut it off. Now this person is is has very invested into the into the outcome. Of, uh, of of this hearing and the, and the fate of Full Tilt Poker mm-hmm. altogether. And he said, I'm listening to the program, I'm enjoying it, but I'm going to have to turn it off because it's so negative. Mm-hmm. And he wishes it were more positive because that would uh, that would make this person feel, this person would like to feel more positive. So maybe we should, I don't know, that got me thinking. Perhaps if yes. we are able to, we should try to... We're, be a little bit more positive. Can we be more positive? How yes. are we more positive? We're, we're Marco, sitting on a we're sitting on a mountain of shit. Let's let's plant some roses. Yeah, of course. And Marco, your beard <laughs> will smell fat. nicer. Marco, Sorry. your beard looks so nice today. No, it doesn't. I know, but I'm trying to be positive. No, stop <laughs> that. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm being serious. You know, I mean, discussing this hearing. Let's based on what was just said. <clears throat> that that could be an outcome, maybe. License yeah. gets uh, restored because we learn that the they they have there's a deal, and the and the DOJ gives it its blessing and sends a bottle of wine, and the investors are very expansive and they're like, sure, what the hell, give the American players double what is owed. I don't know. That's <laughs> what can I not, can I? Could there not be a happy ending to this story? And they all lived happily ever after. Yes. Well, Marco... Is it that impossible to conceive? With Full Tilt just now, yeah, it is. Um, Really? Yeah, my my point with this is, 
I, I don't know who you're speaking. You know, I'm, I feel, I, I want to say this again. As I say, I know other people and there's not a guy in the poker world that I don't have more time for than Alex Fitzgerald, um, the assassin. You know, and I think he's a great guy, really on the level. He's been through lots in his personal life and stuff. He's worked so hard the last few years to come back. He's got a few hundred grand locked up on full tilt. So I'm really sensitive to people's, you know, personal issues and how much money they've locked up on the site. And again, previously on the show, I've said how horrible it must be for guys out there, and um, not just on full tilt, anybody that's got money locked up on a site or can't play to make money to, to pay their bills now. It's There's nothing more um, distraught and causes more sort of, you know, hurt to families and stuff than people losing their jobs. And technically, no matter how many people joke about poker, it pays people's bills and pays a lot of people's bills and keeps them in a lifestyle and, you know, helps their families. So I'm sensitive to that, but I don't see the point in the sort of, uh, you know, as I said, I'm a positive guy, but I don't see this. um, I think that's the problem with a lot of society today. They don't want to hear the truth. They want to bury their heads in the sand and um, think they want people on the news to tell them everything's going to be okay. And, you know, there's not shit going on in the world and there's not this happening and whatever. And I just think being a realist and a logical person, you just have to break it down and say, that's why I'm saying, I said the best case scenario tomorrow is the the license gets granted. But um, the license, before the license was revoked, there wasn't any US players paid. There wasn't any steps to to make payments to US players. They had Remember, they had a license after Black Friday. Um, Zach, you probably when was the actual license uh, temporarily Jesus, suspended? The, the date from when Alderney did that? Yeah, just roughly. I mean, after um, Black Friday, was it about? I thought it was like two months, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I was just going to say, yeah, it was. Yeah. I would think it's like June a month ago from today. Twenty sixth, June twenty sixth. I was a month ago from today. Yeah, it's the twenty fifth, yeah, so, right? So I'm not, two I'm months, not sure. over I'm two sure months since Black Friday. They're saying the 29th. So oh, at bad. least. At least over two months since Black Friday. Yeah. So, so they've a had long a time. Yeah, they've had a license and they've not paid any US players. So what does what difference does getting the license back uh, tomorrow? Best case scenario, here you go, Mister Phil Tilt Legal Team, reinstated license. It's just the same as two months after Black Friday. US players don't see any dollars. You know, it doesn't change anything. And I no, hate I can... being negative. I'm just being real. <laughs> I, I, I hear you, man. I'm I, I'm in the same boat. I really think that if that whole if that whole you know spot where people were saying, oh well, you know, like they're going to be able to make money back from yeah. having the license and having the UK players play, well, what happened to that money? Exactly. Where is the, that? They're in a worse position now because they've been inactive since the the uh, right. since it was revoked, uh, suspended. Sorry to for uh, the correct parlance, but. Sure. They've, so it's less days, you know, There's that's all lost revenue. And the yeah. company will still have, you know, outgoings, uh, leases here, you know. Uh, I'm sure the employees will probably still be paying paid. I would imagine they still have to, you know, honour the contracts, etc. So the situation's worse. And also the, the reputation's worse. Yep. So even if they get it back tomorrow, they're still worse because they, the agree. simple fact, you know what the simple fact is? There is no money. Right. Or there isn't enough money to pay people. They can't. For yeah, that. they can't. They Barry, they can't. Even if they turn back on, like we're saying, everything's peachy keen and the so, roses are are beautiful. They, they they have no money in the bank account, so they're actually sitting right now at a negative because they yeah. owe everybody money. 
and they yeah. will not be able to build that money up quick enough to pay people off. They just won't because if they turn it back on, Barry, yeah. even though we realize that you know probably what like sixty percent of the people will stay on the site, forty percent will completely cash out. They can't yeah. handle it. Exactly. And I mean, I, again, I hate to be negative here, but I mean, guys, we're just we're just looking at the at all the possible scenarios and what makes the most sense. This is what yeah. makes the most sense. They don't have any money. If they had money, if they if they had been saving that money for a rainy day, such as when the DOJ took over, they would have paid everyone back by now. Yeah, yeah. it's gone. There is no, there is no money. Yeah, they can't well, there pay. is. There is. It just you know, Howard has it. Ferguson has it. Fatar has it. You know, there is money. It's just not available for us. And it clearly stated on their, their terms and conditions, the money was not segregated. So this shouldn't even be really a big event that's happening right now. I mean, it is because it's, it's, a, it's a farce that it's happened, but yeah, the money's gone. And the, the, the beauty, if you want to look at it in terms of not the beauty, the beauty for these guys that are running it and stuff is if you break it down, they've actually not done anything illegal because they've oh, stated yeah. the terms and conditions. Exactly. You know? These guys are brilliant, dude. This was, you know, they, I'm sure these lawyers or somebody was like, at some point, this, you know, this waterfall of money is going to stop. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. And oh, really, Marco, I mean, I don't know who you were talking to. And stuff. I, I hate being that, especially in people's livelihoods, you know, are like that. I mean, it's hard enough, you know, to make money in poker or make money in any sort of, you know, endeavor these days with the, the what, you know, the global economy stuff. But You've got to be real. And this is what causes a lot of people when the real estate boom and stuff was happening. People want to go out and borrow against their house and um, buy the new car and get back, you know, get a pool and get this, get another place, keep borrowing and borrowing and leveraging their money until somebody goes, well, wait a minute, we need the money back. Pyramids, well, it all works until someone calls in the money and the players through the DOJ season it, they've all called in their money at once. Phil Tilt don't have the money because they've been playing with the players' money. And yep. well, that's what's happened. How about, before we wrap this up, and thank you, Barry, how about addressing a question by Empathy Bridge in chat? QJ, can you not tell the difference between having enough money to pay all players back and having no money? I read that five times. I don't understand it. Yeah, the, the, the difference, I assume what the guy's trying to say is, they can have enough money to keep the company operational and in terms of running as a going concern, but they don't have enough money to pay back every single user on full tilt. Sure. Which is the problem. That's Black Friday, the Department of Justice doing that, that's what it caused. It caused a run on full tilt, which means every full tilt user in America put their hand out and says, I want, I want to cash out my computer imaginary chips for real dollars I can spend in the casino. Yep. Full tilt of when uh, that comes to XXX million, we only have XY million on the books. We can't do the computer. The computer says no, we can't do that, or we're bust. We're gone. So this is what's happened. That's why they can't pay players. Poker stars, on the other hand, the money's been segregated, like they've said. Even if it wasn't, maybe they had revenues enough in a slush fund that could cover the eventuality of everyone demanding the money. They've paid everyone back, etc. They're running, they're thriving. Their traffic's been up so much since Black Friday, etc. Poker stars are the real winners. And um, full tilt, just through mismanagement, through greed, through leveraging their funds, uh, rumors of playing the markets, etc. Whatever they've done, it's irrelevant. 
the money's not there and it, it's unaccounted for but people are accountable for that mismanagement and, and that's just it like this guy this empathy bridge guy i mean he's making points here that i understand he's saying the whole point of the delay that full tilt engaged since black friday is trying to pay everybody 100 percent. and so i feel like saying hi scott mattisau um <laughs> but uh it's it's kind of like okay i understand that but at the same time you know there's a big difference between poker stars and and full tilt they do not have the money segregated so therefore the money is not there. I mean, that's just the way I see it from the outside looking in. I don't know, Barry. I mean, am I am I that wrong? No, it's it, you know what it is, Zach? It's that simple. People get confused. People think yeah. because it's billions of dollars, it's the exact same as a little pawn shop down the road. If someone right. goes back and everybody wants their money for the stuff they've pawned and the guys went and blew money in a hooker bar or in a bar, it's exactly the same. He doesn't have it. So he either shuts the shop or he goes and borrows it, or he sells his shop. Full Tilt can't borrow the money. They've tried that. Nobody just now has bought the shop. So they've, clo that they've closed. By the it's been forced on them that they've closed. But that's what's happened. It's just the same. It's that simple. They do not have the money to pay everyone that's asking for the money just now. All the U.S. players want their money. They can't do it. It's just it's, it's stalemate, you know? Yeah, it's, it's funny because, like, everybody, everybody thinks that, like, they're trying to pay everybody back. Well, if they yeah. cared to pay everybody back, Barry, they wouldn't have taken. They would have kept this money segregated. Exactly. They would have even if, even if it wasn't you know if it wasn't segregated. Blah blah blah. They would have had it in a different bank account where they could have called back all the money. That's, That's just it. it. This money was this deposited onto the website at some point, and they did not need to get greedy and use that money for personal gain. They could have left it in a bank account and made the money off the rake. That's all they had to do. They didn't do that. It's clear. It's it's. You know, Barry, I, I have to I have to just go back to my good friend here. This is this is exactly what's going on. It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. That's all I have to say on the matter, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I couldn't have put it more succinctly myself. That's it's, um, it's it. It's he true. he says it right there. It's it's clear. It's <laughs> black and white. Willy Wonka has yeah. the answers. <laughs> you know, Barry. Sure. Barry, this yes, has been sir. great. We've got to have you on more often. I know the time differences are screwed up, but you're an asset. You're a great guy. Thank you so much for coming on, man. It's a pleasure as always. I've got a and lot of time for you guys. Thank you, sir. If you're if you're hanging around and uh, and we're we're kind of just shooting the shit a little later, by all means, we'd love to have you back on. I'm not sure if you're going to sleep before the hearing, but uh, we're going to be on afterwards. And like I said, we'd love to have you on and uh, get your feedback after the hearing because. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll listen into the show and uh, see what's going on and uh, just message you on Skype or something. See if I can come on again. Sounds great, sir. Thank you so much. Okay, and cheers. You, yeah, we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen, Marco and everyone else. <laughs>